But when we're talking about God being the captain of your life, it's you have to work hard, of course. You know what I'm saying? You have to be obedient uh -huh. and you can't forget about faith. Right. Um, but then once you have all those different things. That still doesn't mean that you're going to get what God has for you, because ultimately. That last variable in that equation is when God says now. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Good morning, and thank you so much, so, so much for tuning in once again to the Church Boy Confessions podcast. I'm your host, Emmanuel Heke, and I hope that you guys have had um, a lot of time in this quarantine time to, like, you know, think about yourself and grow and to, uh, you know, reflect on your life. I'll be honest with you, I'm tired of hearing that. I am. I truly am. And you know what? I'm, I probably told you that a couple times. <laughs> um yeah no I, i'm tired of hearing that i am um i will say this you know I'm, I'm smiling and everything now but i've had a very rough season of life my like most of you guys have had a very rough season um in my life and i think that it comes to a point where it's just like you know what God don't need me to be like hiding behind a smile every day just to make everybody else feel better no i'm gonna speak on what I need to speak on, what the spirit is putting on my heart. You know what I'm saying? Like, not everything is just, mm, yay, woo, yeah, Jesus. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I think that, I mean, this kind of goes into the lesson of the day. I think that a lot of people think that, oh, you know, because I know God, because I know Jesus, my life is going to be perfect. Everything is going to be perfect. I shouldn't have any problems. If I have problems, then it must be because of this, because of that, or maybe I'm not having faith here. You know, if you ever heard of the prosperity gospel, a lot of that relies on that like that idea where it's like your life is supposed to be perfect um and man like i it just comes to points where it's like you know i'm asking god about so many things in my life i want these things in my life but every time i lose hope and i pray and i ask god for something and god encourages me i keep on thinking okay i'm feeling better but it's not so much that i feel better because god is encouraging me and i hope this makes sense um when i go to god and i ask him and and he encourages me i'm thinking that Oh, okay, then that means my blessing, my breakthrough is right around the corner. I just have to wait out a little bit more. Um, I've been going on this cycle of my breakthroughs coming, my breakthroughs coming, my breakthroughs coming, my breakthroughs coming for like two years now. Not to say that nothing good has happened in my life. Many good things have happened in my life, but it's specific areas where I want God to touch. And for over two years, I've been working on that area and I have not seen the fruits that I wanted to see. And every time I get discouraged and want to quit, you know what I'm saying? I, I get revived and encouraged, you know, I get this every time I get discouraged and I want to quit, I get encouraged by God and I want to keep on going. But then it's like, Am I getting encouraged by what God is telling me or am I getting encouraged by the idea that, oh, maybe it's around the corner, it's around the corner, it's around the corner. I feel like you hear that a lot. A lot of preachers, your blessings around the corner, it's around the corner, it's around the corner. Sometimes it's not around the corner. You know, maybe we thought that this whole COVID thing was going to end and the ending was around the corner. Well, that was what, three months ago? Um, 
and I guess, you know, for me, I've found myself in a place where I'm so tired of, I don't even know what to ask for anymore. I don't. This past week, I got to a point where I just felt so much pressure. And a lot of us are feeling this pressure. You know exactly what I'm talking about. That pressure. I'm just going to name it that because it could be so different in so many different people's lives right now. That pressure. You feel it. I feel it too. You feel that pressure, man. And it's like you're asking God like, yo, 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 yo. And nothing is happening. Maybe you feel good one day and then, you know, you see that nothing is really happening. It looks like your breakthrough wasn't around the corner. Now what? And I found myself in that place uh, multiple times past, you know, what, month? And this past week, I got to a place where it's just like, you know what, God? I don't even know what to ask for anymore because I feel like I've asked for, like, everything um, and I just still haven't gotten it. So at this point, you know what? I'm just going to talk to you about my feelings. And I did. I talked to God about my feelings. And through talking to God about my feelings, I, God listens. That's one thing I learned. God actually does care about your feelings and he listens to you. And he's not just there when you want something. He actually cares about, you know, you and, you know, every emotion that you feel right now. Um, and I will say that me talking to God about my feelings, it did give me closure. He does respond in the ways that he responds. Um, and I feel better now. And I wanted to kind of go off of that experience to the message of today, right? Because a lot of us have this pressure and I feel like that pressure comes from this like innate feeling like we don't want to disgrace ourselves. We don't want to disgrace something. We don't want to disgrace something and we don't want to lose. A lot of us maybe we're in school or maybe a lot of us are on the grind, whatever it might be. You, one of your biggest fears in life is falling short. One of your biggest fears of life is being outpaced by society, being outpaced by whatever. You missed your train. You missed your opportunity. You're not doing the right thing. You're not doing enough. That's why whatever God has promised you hasn't come to you and all that different stuff. Now, disclaimer. In some cases, maybe some people are not doing enough, and that's why God hasn't been able to give them what God wants to give them, right? But in this episode, I'm going to be talking about people who you have this pressure on your heart right now, and you've worked, and you've been obedient, and you've had faith, but you just still have not seen what God, or like you've endured this time of the pandemic, and it's still going. How many prayers do you have to send up before God says yes or God says now? Or you look at society and you're scared of being outpaced by everyone else who is just crazy smart, crazy talented, has more connections than you, whatever it might be. Maybe you're looking at yourself right now and you think I should be further in life than I am right now. I'm talking to you. I want to get something straight. That when we surrender our life to God, right? When we become children of God, when we when we believe in Jesus Christ, when we do the whole shebang, when God is now the captain of our lives, we have to understand that we now live in a different context than society. And you have to be careful. And you have to realize that the reason why you have to realize that is because society works with different rules. People who have not submitted their life to Christ had not submitted their life to God being their captain, live in a different realm. 
society preaches to you that hard work will reap whatever you're doing. Talent will reap the the benefit, the 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 success, whatever it might be. Maybe. Maybe you fail, right? But when we're talking about God being the captain of your life, it's you have to work hard, of course. You know what I'm saying? You have to be obedient. Uh-huh. And you can't forget about faith, right? Um, but then once you have all those different things, that still doesn't mean that you're going to get what God has for you. It still doesn't mean that you're fulfilling purpose. It still doesn't mean that you're fulfilling God's will yet. It still doesn't mean that it's your moment yet. It still doesn't mean that. Because ultimately that last variable in that equation is when god says now or when god says yes when god says go and until god does that it's just not gonna happen um i've been reading joshua the book of joshua um i don't know why i think maybe the holy spirit just led me to that place and it's really helped um, basically with all I've been feeling and everything like that. Um, you have Joshua, the man that took the mantle figure of speech after Moses to lead the children of Israel and take over the promised land that God has given to them. God has given to them. That's the key word. God has given to them. I've, I'm on chapter 10 right now. And throughout the entire book, every chapter almost, I've seen the same thing where God has delivered this into the hands of the children of Israel. I mean, that whole book, at least to where I'm at right now, is just them going to war and taking over the land um, that God has promised to them, right? And it's just one nation after one nation after one nation that they're defeating. And every time before that they actually defeat them, it's Joshua spoke to God and God said, I've given these people to you. I've given you them. You're going to win. I've delivered this to you. You're going to win. I delivered like every, like, bruh, like it's just... Everything is God gave it. And it's crazy because you think like, did Joshua do anything to earn it? Did Joshua do any like was it was he like a ultimate warlord and like did he was he just really good at what he was doing? It doesn't really say any of that in the Bible. It just says that Joshua inquired with God and God said, I delivered this thing into your hands. It makes you think, man. Like all this hard work, all of this stuff that you're doing, like I feel like it's easy for us. Oh, I haven't achieved this goal in my life because I haven't put enough work in or because I don't want it hard enough because I don't this because I don't that. But it's funny because, man, sometimes it's just God is holding on to it just a little longer or maybe a lot longer. Um, And it's just not time to give it to you. And like you can confess as much as you want. You can manifest whatever as much as you want, but it's not the will of God. So you're not manifesting anything. Simple. Because you have to remember that you submitted your life to him. We kind of forget that sometimes. Surrendering your life to God through Christ does not just mean that you go out and everything is great and I have no problems and everything is amazing and I get whatever I want. That's not true. It's just not true. You have to remember that when you surrender to him, you submit to him, you are submitting, submitting to his will for your life. So you can work as hard as you want. You could have as much faith as you want. You can be obedient and all that different stuff. But until he says, boop, now, you may not see anything. I wanted to look at Luke chapter 5, verse 3 to 6. 
Um, this is, you know, Jesus just met Simon and the boys, people who are about to be his disciples. And this is him recruiting them. Um, but I'm just going to read verse three to six. It says, then he being Jesus got into one of the boats, which was Simon's and asked him to put out a little from the land that, and he sat down and taught the multitudes from the boat. So Jesus met these guys, Simon and the boys, um, and told him like, you know, go out in the boat. All these people crowded me. I'm trying to, you know, talk to him. So I'm just going to talk to them from the boat and they're going to be on land. And when he stopped speaking, he said to Simon, launch out into the deep and let your nets, uh, let down your nets for a catch. But Simon answered and said to him, master, we have toiled all night and caught nothing. Nevertheless, at your word, I will let down the net. And when they had, and when they had done this, they caught a great number of fish and their net was breaking. May God bless hearing and reading and understanding of his word in Jesus name. Amen. I came across this verse um, and it was exactly what I needed at the time. Because time and time again, I went to God and I asked God, make it happen. And it wasn't happening. And I get hope. Oh, it's about to happen. And it didn't happen. And I work hard and work. The work is going to get me there. And it didn't happen. And it didn't happen. And it didn't happen. And it didn't happen. And, you know, sometimes when things don't happen, we start to question ourselves. Am I good enough? Is it me? Am I the problem? But think about it. Nowhere does it say that Simon and the boys were bad fishermen. But they did toil all night and they caught nothing. Logic would say, logic, you know logic. Not the rapper, logic. Like, you know, understanding. Would say, wash your nets, man. It's it's over. It's, it's you know, it's, look, you, 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 just, you toiled all night. You were a hard worker. You did your job. And they're just not there. Hey, it is what it is. It is what it is. It is what it is. All right. But at Jesus's word, they caught more fish than they probably ever caught in one day in their entire life. So much so that their net broke. They weren't even prepared for that. They weren't even prepared. They, it was beyond what they could imagine what they caught. And I can't help but think, man, you know, there's a missing, there's a really key ingredient when it comes to this life that we live. And it's not just working hard. It's not just being nice to people. It's not just going to church. It's not any of that. It's about having an actual reliance on God. We don't like that. We talk about it. We act like we do, but we don't like relying on God. We don't like that. It's not comfortable. It's not. And I'm not going to sit here and act like it's comfortable and like I'm, I'm always trusting in God. Man, I'm a human, too. I, I mess up, too. I mess up, too. Sometimes I don't have faith in God. Many times I don't have faith in God. Sometimes I don't rely on him. It's true. But we need that reliance on God, especially if we've already decided to submit our lives to him. Truly. And I will say this, the enemy knows that we need reliance on God in order to get things done in our lives. So he's going to feed you content, 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 content. He's going to feed you content of reasons why you should not rely on God. I mean, think about it. A lot of people don't believe in God because of the terrible things that he allows to happen, right? Look at 2020 so far. How many people have died in your family? How many people 
influential people have died in society. Why would you rely on a God like that? Does he even exist? The enemy understands that if you rely on God, you get things done. But if you don't rely on him, you can work as much as you want. After you submitted your life to him, you don't rely on him. You can work as much as you want. You're not getting anything done. Look at what look at look at what we're going through right now. But we need God. We do. John chapter 15, verse 5. I am the vine, Jesus speaking. I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. You can do nothing. That's what he said. That's what he said. So then you think, man, so if I don't rely on God, I can't do nothing. And it's really hard to rely on God. If I stop relying, relying on God, I, I won't be able to do anything. So I need to continue to rely on him in order to do something. But it's just it's a long journey. And of course, of course, it's a long journey. And of course, it's hard because you're walking on his path. Do you think that the enemy likes that? Do you think that Satan likes that? That you're on the right path? So wouldn't it benefit him to make you doubt every step that you took? Wouldn't it benefit him to apply that pressure coming from a billion different angles right now? Wouldn't that doesn't that make sense now? That the things that you're going through and the reasons why you haven't gotten the things that you've wanted is maybe because, man, you know, like I gotta go through this process. You know, I don't think that, you know, my goal in this episode is to give you like some things that you need to ask God for and have more faith and have work harder and give you more obedience, man. Because I, like I said, I got to the point where I don't even know what to ask God anymore. Um, but I just talk to him about how I feel and I trust that he's going to meet me there. Um, God cares about how you feel. He cares about, you know, what you're thinking. He knows all your thoughts. What touches us touches him. He cares about how you feel. And when we can't articulate what we want from him or what we need from him, he knows what we need. That's, that's a real thing. Um, but I will say, man, you know, one thing that, you know, amidst me being in this time of where I need, um, to just continue to endure and not have the things that I want to have and all that different stuff or not, you know, meet, you know, that climax moment in my purpose, whatever it might be. Um, we have to remember that, yo, life is still happening. Life is still happening, even though, you know, we're all in quarantine and everything. Some of you guys are with your family or some of you guys are with somebody else during quarantine and like, yo, that's purpose right there, man. That's purpose right there. You think that's a coincidence? Live life right now, dude. Like, yeah, yeah. 2020 has been rough. But, like, are we just going to say that the rest of the year? And, like, are we just not going to – are we just going to put our lives on pause until 2021? Is that really realistic? Is that really what you want to do? I think that, you know, we keep on looking for a time in our life where we have no more problems. But that time is never going to come as you're, as long as you're on that on this earth, in this flesh like let's let's stop having that as a goal i tweeted something like that like where it's just like 
we wait for the, for the time in our lives where we have no problems. We're always looking ahead. It's not like we're looking ahead to whatever. Like we're just looking ahead to like we think that when we're this, we'll have less problems. It's not gonna happen. It's just not gonna happen. You know, I feel like. The main focus is just to make sure you're always on path, always check yourself to make sure you're on the right path. Um, Because, you know, amidst all that pressure being on you, when you know you're on the right path, you just know that, hey, as long as I continue to walk on this path, I can't miss my calling. I can't miss God if I'm on this path. Um, We're upset about where we're at. Um, we're, we're upset about who we are in this time and everything like that. We're, we're upset that we've been toiling all night, but I want to ask you the question, would Simon and the boys have that story in the Bible if they caught any fish beforehand? Would there be a story if they didn't toil all night? Hmm? Would there? No, there wouldn't be. And I want to I want to say something right now because I want us to all grab something from that. There would not be a story if they didn't toil all night. If he said, oh, we caught some fish earlier and Jesus said, OK, we'll cast your net again. You're going to catch some more. People would just be like, eh, I mean, they caught fish before. So it's not really saying it's a miracle. You know what I'm saying? It's not really a miracle. You can't really say Jesus had it going on because, you know, I mean, they were catching fish before. But do recognize something. Mm. God is able to get glory in the situations like this. Right. They caught nothing and then they caught everything. And that can only be explained by God, because I have to you have to understand something. Your life is not just about, oh, this is the kicker. Your life is not just about getting getting from God, getting from God. I need my, I need my purpose. I need my, I need this. I need that. I need this. And I feel like all of our Christian messages and even the first half of this message is about getting, 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 getting. I need this God. I need this God. I want this God. I want this God. I need this God. And even if it's like actual, like innocent, good stuff that you want, right? Life is just not about getting. It's about the glorification of God. What you're doing right now the toiling, all of that. Once you go from toiling to where God wants to place you, God's going to get a lot of glory from that. Whereas if it's just your work ethic and everything that you're doing that, oh, because I worked this hard, I got here. Nah, man, God don't want that. God wants to take glory from the situation. You might thinking, well, that's kind of self-centered to God. Why does he have to get glory of all situations? And why does his glory have to come at my suspense? Uh, ooh at my what's it called at my expense there you go well think about it somebody's gonna get the glory in everything that happens you know what i'm saying if somebody worked that hard and achieved whatever they achieved and they're gonna get the glory for that if somebody helped them they're gonna get the glory for that somehow in every situation in life somebody's going to get glory from any accomplishment but you have to understand this it's only the glory of god that saves souls when you get glory, you're not saving anybody's soul. It's just great. Great job, Emmanuel. 
great job you did a great job oh my god you worked so hard oh my you started on this you started a lifestyle media platform you have a podcast oh my gosh you worked so hard and that's what got you to the position and i'm gonna say thank you oh my gosh thanks and then what a week later no one's gonna care anymore and they just move on with their life but if people see whoa this dude was in the trenches. She was in the trenches. She had nothing. She was going through. She was in the mud. And then God takes you from the mud right here. Takes you from no fish to a multitude of fish. People are going to be like, whoa, what the? Whoa. <laughs> whoa. Who did that? She didn't do that. Who did that? God did that okay well okay god gets the glory all right then whatever okay but god gets the glory so now people are like, who is this god oh you want to know about god okay well um we're gonna start with this story on jesus christ oh who's jesus christ oh i'm glad you asked boom soul saved eternal life there you go glory glorifying god saves souls so you can have eternal life so you spend eternal life with God because he loves you and he wants to keep you near him for all of eternity, right? That's why we glorify God. That's why some of the situations that we're in, it can be uncomfortable. It is. It is uncomfortable. But I just think that I don't know what to pray for. I don't know what happens next. Why I'm going to continue to rely on God. And I'm, that doesn't mean that whatever I want coming is going to happen next week. It's going to happen two weeks from now. It's going to happen a year from now. But it's just come to a place where it's just, you know what, Emmanuel, I'm going to shut up and just watch what this guy has to do. What this, what this God has to do. So, yeah. Um, Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to leave you with this quote. Today, I read a post that said, um, and shout out to Danielle for sending this to me in the DM. Today, I read a post that said, God is not in a hurry. You are. It's why you're tired. It's why you're anxious, stressed, and disappointed. Trust that what was meant for you will be yours. Unrush yourself. Love you guys. Let's go into prayer. Holy Father, thank you so much, God, for this message. And I just pray, Lord, that it really stains the brain of whoever really needs this, Father God. And as you be with that person, Lord Jesus, as you be with that person, oh God, be with the listener right now, Father God. Um, to just rely on you. We have so many questions. We understand so little, but help us to rely on you, oh God. We don't even know what to ask for anymore, God, but we're going to just come to you with how we feel, with what's going on. And we just ask that, you know, you just meet us where we're at, God, and help us, Lord Jesus, because it's hard. In Jesus' name, amen. I love you guys. You guys have an amazing week. Rely on God. There's going to be a lot of things to keep you from doing that, to convince you that that's a bad idea. But rely on him. Trust. Trust him. Peace. If you like what you heard in this podcast episode, make sure you share it with the friend that needs to hear it. And if you're a person that likes more of a visual experience, Church Boy Confessions podcast videos are available on Unassociated's YouTube channel. Subscribe to our channel today for unlimited access to our video content.